latest inflation numbers are expected to be released tomorrow. We knew, we know that they kind of tap back a little bit uh, in July. Um, but boy, oh boy, it's been a rough go for a lot of folks, for a lot of us when it comes to, you know, covering the bills with uh, paying for groceries. And then what happens when interest rates go up? It's a tough time financially right now. And a lot of folks are finding that, you know, those those incremental budget cuts aren't enough to meet to, to have um, ends meet. So we've dialed up someone who knows all about managing money and has some ideas on how to help with the rising cost of living. Great friend of the show, personal finance educator and best-selling author, Kelly Kane, checking in. Hey, friend. Hello, beautiful, brilliant Jalen. It's been too long. It has been way too long, my friend. My goodness gracious. Uh, but boy, oh boy, perfect time to be talking to you because these numbers, continue to creep higher and higher and higher and it's hitting people deeper and deeper and deeper into uh, into their to their pockets their pocketbooks to the point where a lot of folks are like I don't know what to do what are you hearing Oh, it's bad. I mean, you, I've been on your show, I don't know, eight gazillion times uh -huh. talking about the survey of, you know, Canadians being $200 away from not being able to pay their bills. Well, that was pre-pandemic. And Equifax last week came out um, with a report that, you know, more and more people, no doubt, are turning to their credit to make ends meet. And that consumer debt's up 8.2% from a year ago. Uh, the average non-mortgage debts around 21,000 well in Alberta that's over 25,000 mm. and you know it's there's no finger wagging here Jalen but as you know I always worry when people are trying to make ends meet using high interest rate credit cards so we're going to talk about all that stuff and ways to find some money and try to make it through these really I mean this is the unthinkable this yeah. is the unthinkable you know like Tiff Macklem, I just want to put it in perspective for people that the head of the Bank of Canada, Tiff Macklem, in his July 2020 speech said interest rates are low, they're going to stay low. All of my Bay Street, Wall Street friends, you know, every time I saw them, I would always quiz them, what's happening with interest rates? Well, they can't go up. Mm. Governments can't afford it. People can't afford it. The economy will implode. I, and, and where are we now? So all the experts got it wrong, and the average Canadian is struggling to try to figure out how to stay afloat. So we know that just kind of, you know, socking away a few dollars here and there don't isn't necessarily helping um, average families, just not doing it anymore. So you have a few other ideas and one of those things is to tap into unclaimed benefits what does that even mean yeah this is my favorite thing to talk about it's free money um because here's what happens Jalen when you get stressed especially when you get financially stressed your vision narrows and you literally can't see any other options and there are options so first of all um, I'm going to rattle through some of them. If you are an employee and you're traditionally employed, you probably have benefits and, and matching programs that you're walking away from. Three to four billion dollars is left on the table every single year in employees not leaning into their company's matching programs. If that's like RSPs or TFSAs or stock um, stock matching programs. So call up your HR person, see what's there. 
And then I'll give you some ideas to try to find some money to put into those matching programs. <laughs> um, it, you know, I'm sure you talked about the unclaimed checks. I've been hearing so much about that CRA, Canada Revenue Agency, letting people know that they may have checks that haven't been cashed going back to the 90s. Um, is, is that oh, legit to me? That just yeah. so, That just sounds like a bunch of hooky doesn't it yeah but i mean first of all i think it's really cool that they're letting people know that number one because it's 1.4 billion dollars oh. number two yeah like it's a lot of money there um not a lot on average but hey like a few hundred bucks here and there can help um a lot of people are reaching out to me saying yeah is this bogus like you know i never got a check well maybe it just didn't come maybe you moved and missed it so head over to your CRA um, login page and log in there. It'll actually tell you if you have money coming to you. So staying on the theme of CRA, if you haven't filed your taxes recently and actually 10 to 12% of people haven't, mm -hmm. no finger wagon again. <laughs> but what that means is you might not only have a refund coming to you, but you're missing out on the GST credit, you're missing out on you know child credits, things of that sort, tax credits. And then lastly, Canada is the only country that you can actually go back 10 years on your tax returns. Now, who's going to do that? Well, corporations do that all the time. They pay an accountant to do it. Most people don't have money to do that. There's a company actually called Family Tax Recovery. They've got AI, smart technology. They go through all your tax returns. Best Because, I mean, the thing is, benefits change, tax laws change. Best thing is, doesn't cost you anything unless they get a refund for you. So there are options. Definitely look to CRA and your employer benefits uh, to see if you can bump up, uh, you know, some, some extra cash flow. And Kelly Keene joining us this afternoon. Always a great website to check out uh, as well, kellykeen.com. When we've talked in the past, uh, uh, this one always comes up, and it, and it sounds really easy when you first throw it out there, but it's probably one of the toughest things, and that's managing your debt and how to yeah. do it properly, especially when a lot of folks right now are relying on those high-interest credit cards to make ends meet. 100%. And who wants to talk about debt? This is not something you're going to talk about with your friends and family. You might even not talk to your spouse about it. And actually, that's the number one reason that people go out and get a payday loan. Um, these high, high interest rate loans that can be 60%, they can be 600%, is because they're not having the conversation with their spouse. So that would be a big red flag. If you've got one of these payday loans, you probably need some help. Rarely can people get out on their own. So you've got to seek the help of a nonprofit credit counselor. We've got money mentors in Alberta. There's some other great folks. Um, but definitely you need help. That You can't sustain 60% plus. Um, now, if you're just kind of the average person who's sitting in high interest rate credit card debt, call your bank make it their problem tell them like see what other options exist i did a case study in my most recent book the, the character was only making their minimum payment they were in a 24 percent interest rate credit card got down to a 12 percent mm. interest rate still astronomical but you're basically cutting your interest in half you're cutting all those years in half and you're just paying less in interest so Yes, there's no bells and whistles with those cards, but maybe you can even get into a no-fee uh, credit card or no-fee banking. Like, 
I just think this is a really great time to look at all of your finances. Again, I, I said, you know, your, your focus narrows and who wants to sit down and look at getting creative when you don't even have enough money at the end of the month. But these little strategies, mm-hmm. you know, 30 bucks here and there, yeah. $150, $300 credit card fee that you can get waived, um, and definitely getting into those lower interest rate products. Now, the caveat, Jalen, um, call your bank before you've missed payments because if you're already missing payments, they're going to be a lot less likely to negotiate with you. Uh, so if possible, get on the hoard with them. And then, you know, we're hearing a lot more about buy now, pay later. Uh, some people love them. Some people hate it. Uh, where basically it's the old, you know, layaway days where you get the product now, but, you, you know, um, you get to split your payment to four. I really like buy now, pay later if, let's say, for example, you've depleted your emergency fund and something major needs to be replaced in your home. You you, you need the washing machine or the dryer replaced or something of that sort. I, I don't think it's a great use for maybe getting shoes or a really, you know, uh, robust uh, Sephora account or something of that sort but if it's something that you really need it's definitely an option just make sure you read the fine print and don't miss your payment because if you do that's where the fees and and all of those um, charges come in kelly Keene joining us this afternoon we need to take a quick pause here to take a look at chopper traffic kelly on the other side you talk about spending with intention let's get into that is 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. Well, the latest inflation numbers expected to be released uh, tomorrow. We know we saw them kind of uh, pull back a little bit uh, last month. We'll see what they say next month. It has been, up until last month, a steady a steady increase over the past uh, number of months. Kelly Keene, personal finance educator and best-selling author, joining me this afternoon as we take a look at different ways to rethink how you manage your money this September. Uh, spending with intention, it, when, when you say that, it kind of, make, it kind of makes <laughs> sense, Kelly, but w- w- it might be different to you, uh, a finance expert, than, than me. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. I struggle with spending as much as the average person out there. It doesn't come natural to me. So um, I have to slow down as well and really look at where is the money going? Is it being prudent? I mean, here's something uh, a lot of people, even just in my friends and family, I'll have a little disagreement with, you know, um, or like my driver in Toronto, he was telling me about going for cheap gas and I was like how how long did it take you he's like well by the time I drove there waited in line it was about an hour and a half and I was like mm-hmm. how much did you save he's like 20 bucks and I'm like how much do you make an hour I know you make more than $20 an hour so I think you have to put it in perspective of like chasing the deal but also knowing what your time is worth because you can't get that back and time with family and everyone's stressed working a lot so you know slowing down really looking where your money's going uh, I, I'm a huge I'm not a fan of budgeting i think it's like diets i think for the people that it works for great please don't send me hate mail um but what i do uh, subscribe to and and get my husband to do as well is every like six months we do what i call my 30-day anti-budget we really go through comb through our finances and see where we can trim the fat and this is a great time to just be intentional and mindful no we're not sacrificing we're just going you know what are we spending on that we're not even enjoying so for example 
I'll put my hand up, too many subscriptions over COVID. Jalen, I am having a heck of a time chasing these subscriptions down. Uh. What credit card did I use? Where is it? And on average, Canadians are spending $273 a month on subscriptions. So, you know, I make him, I don't do it. I make him call up, you know, our cell phone provider, all the home and auto insurance, like every six months, just kind of check everything out, see where you can save. And we probably save five, six, seven hundred bucks every time that we do it. Wow. Uh, you know, using apps. My brother loves using apps, and he'll call me and say, hey, you love cherries? This is the store that's got cherries half price right now. Or, you know, so again, like being mindful, but just not running all over town and, and wasting your, your time either. So, Kelly, we're almost out of time here, but uh, we, we know that budget's often taken up with, with needs. But what about those wants? How, how can we find some extra money on top of it for those wants? Well, I mean, I think right now you have hard conversations with your family and you sit down and you make a list of the needs and wants, but but start to save up for the wants and start to engage. You want to take a trip to Paris? Great. Maybe it's not going to happen for two years, but you can start to engage a little bit. Get a great bottle of French wine that's only $20. Cook a great French meal. Like You can still engage with the family and, and set those goals, but it just might mean pushing them off a little bit, unfortunately. Well, and hey, you know what? A lot of people turning to side hustles, maybe renting rooms yep. out. That sort of thing there's a number of different options on that front i mean side hustles are really becoming a thing huge 32 percent of canadians during COVID had a side hustle yeah i love the conversation how can you bring in more money what can you sell online what can you do that's fun that can bring in some money again even you know two three four hundred bucks a month that that might mean dinners out and, and a little bit of wiggle room in your budget uh, facebook marketplace i know when i was <laughs> uh, <laughs> selling some furniture that worked really really well i mean but it's it's something that you have to wrap your head around right so yeah. lots of different ways to look at it you can always find out more kellykeen.com kelly great to hear my your friend. voice my friend we'll talk soon you too. Okay. okay thanks bye bye, -bye. kelly keen joining us this afternoon